Hi, how are you? What's your name? What's your number? Can you pay my bills? My animal bills? Beautiful girls all over the world. I could be chasing, but my time will be. Hi, guys. Hello, welcome back to Beer Talks, with episode two, yeah. with Evie and Jalissa. First and foremost, I think we should thank all these beautiful listeners for actually taking their time of their day and listening to our first episode. We got a lot of positive feedback yes. and we didn't think a lot of you guys would actually listen to our podcast but, but yes. all our work hard hard work has you know been fulfilled with you guys just listening and even yes. if it was just the beginning it's something the beginning to something very very beautiful mm-hmm. and a great journey yes like we had said like we can't wait for this journey we can't wait to take you guys along with our um Along with our journey, right? Uh-huh. Is that the right way to say it? <laughs> <laughs> so now, go get yourself a beer and listen to episode two. two. So now that you're talking about beer, what, what are we drinking tonight, Jalissa? We are drinking Pacificos. But we mixed it with a little bit of chamoy. A little bit of limon. A little bit of tagine. Some tagine. Some tagine. Tajin. And yeah. And it's delicious. It's bomb. I, I wish you guys would be able to taste this because this is, what's it called? Heavenly water? Oh. Ooh. Sugar daddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yes. Now that oh, you. Oh, it's actually what, what we're going to talk about today. Oh, would you look at that? 355 new cases <laughs> of Corona. So get yourself a Modelo, a Tecate, a Bud Light, a Miller Light, a Heineken, a Pacifico. Uh, a Blue Light, an IPA. A, a Blue Moon, something, no? something. Oh, Blue Light. I'm over here thinking about <laughs> the bar. <laughs> Are you telling me you want to go out? <laughs> Dude, I've been thinking. I'm just like, fuck, we haven't gone. I, we haven't. I'm like, fuck. We should go soon. Yes, we'll give you guys a little bit of time to get your drink. So, now, how was your week, Evie? Oh my god, my week was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was a one-in-a-lifetime experience. Like, seriously. I got to meet... An aunt that I've never, ever met before. And I was very, very happy that I was able to surprise my mom um, flying out her sister that she has not seen in over 18 years. Wow. So my week was really busy showing her and her son, my cousin, all around Chicago. And it was so much fun, so much fun. And dealing with... Taking her out and working still. It was very, very busy. It just hit me today how tired my body feels. I know. But when you came, that's... Yeah. I was... I don't know. You looked really tired. Uh, yeah, I, tell I am very tired. tired. But I'm glad. I'm still glad that I were able to do this. Because I would never say no or to be your talks. Because it will be my little therapy session. <laughs> right. 
so it was really really busy but it was very very fun as well and i'm i'm just happy that i was able to Mm -hmm. do this to my mom and it was a great experience and yeah how was your week my week was pretty basic i guess i worked i'm taking my real estate course so i well i'm taking a real estate course so this week i just worked and i was putting a little bit of time into that um since it was labor day um this past monday i just had a cookout with my family and like pretty much that was it i didn't really do much came home cook living our basic regular schmegular lives mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. any negative things or any moments that you felt down or a moment that you um, felt positive or that you were really happy or proud of yourself so one thing that was really stress that's been really stressful for me this week has been keeping up with my real estate course because i'm taking it online so it's a little tougher in the sense of like I have to discipline myself and mm-hmm. I have to be like, okay, Julissa, like, bitch, you got this shit to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to do it. It gives me a year to complete the course, but I'm not trying to take a year. I want to take the exam, yeah, but uh, if not the first week of October, in the middle of October, and there's like 23 units, and each unit is long as fuck. Like, really long. And it's so much information, so, so much information. And so it's just really trying to get myself to do it and get Mm -hmm. myself to get through it along with having to go to work and then come home and I have to cook or I have to clean or I have to do Yeah, you have to motivate yourself to actually do it and you have to push yourself to do it Mm -hmm, because it could be stressful handling work and handling the wife life. It's a lot. The wife life without a ring though. Right. I tell my boyfriend... Um, I'm like, I'm over here doing wifey duties without a ring. Right. <laughs> um, hello. He's currently in the room playing Warzone. And he says, I stress him out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's just, and the reason why I chose online is because it's, if I take it in person, it's a two week course. And you risk getting the Rona. <laughs> I, yeah, I get, I risk getting the Rona. And two, I just, I can't afford to miss work. Like a bitch got to work. But, yeah, what about you? Any negative? I know your tia came, so any positivity? Positive things. A lot of um, something happened throughout the week, and Mm. it was okay. Mm. Mm -mm. And it was just a moment that I will be talking about later in the podcast. You know, there's going to be a time where I will, and I will open up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to be in a later episode. Yes. When we touch more on this topic. Right. But it was a moment, yeah, that it was a little bit sad. But it was a moment that, you know, I kind of felt proud of myself. There was Mm -hmm. a moment of, you know, gratitude on myself. And I'm glad and I'm proud that I overcame it. And that I, I don't know, that I'm in a better place, in a better situation. And that... Besides that, a lot of positive things have happened throughout the week, which has made me not really think about it. Mm -hmm. And I don't really need to think about it, to be honest, because there's just a lot of good things happening in my life. And it's just continuing on and moving forward Mm -hmm. and 
doing better. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Exactly. <laughs> Corona. So, clearly, hey. unless you live under a rock, <laughs> everybody knows that we're going through a global pandemic. Right? Um, a few months ago, from literally one day to the next, I feel even within the same day, within a few hours, the world just shut down. Oh, yeah. So, we're going to be diving in to how quarantine treated us and how even post-quarantine like once the curfew lifted once everything else started opening like we're gonna talk about how that's been affecting us and all the additional stuff that's been going on in the world that's very very sad i know this 2020 has been something 2020 needs to be canceled now (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be like Bad Bunny, 2021. <laughs> Te esperamos. <laughs> to be honest, I'm so excited. Quarantine. Mm-hmm. How did quarantine treat? Well, I mean, hold on, backtrack. I don't think we need to explain what COVID is. I'm pretty sure everybody know what COVID is. If not, y'all should go and Google it. <laughs> Google it real quick. What is COVID nineteen? Oh. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Shit is real. <laughs> Shit is getting real. <laughs> okay. Can so, we put Cardi B in the background? <laughs> dude, I was thinking about doing that, but, but like, I think they're gonna they're gonna take it down probably. Rude. <laughs> okay. But yeah, COVID nineteen. Google it if y'all don't know what it is. I'm pretty uh, sure you should know. You should not, know, man, because it's pretty. Then you have no social media. You're living under a rock. Patrick Star. <laughs> Patrick Star? Patrick, isn't that his name from SpongeBob? Patrick Star. Oh, I thought Patrick Star was a makeup. He is a makeup star too. A makeup, <laughs> makeup. Oh, we got Patrick Star, makeup star. <laughs> Stupid Rona. Stupid Rona. So, it, when did everything shut down? April. Um, no, March, like March, March, mid March, late March. Mm-hmm. Yes, because it was after my mama's birthday. Yeah. So, um, I was told that if y'all didn't remember that I work at a salon, so I'm a massage therapist. So my job was affected because of this coronavirus. So I couldn't go into work throughout the whole quarantine. Sad, very sad, and. We were not getting paid. But genius me. Guys, always save money. Always, Mm -hmm. always, always. Because you don't know how life, you know, life is very unexpected. So it's always good for you guys to have a little bit of money saved. And thank God I saved around $4,000. And I lived off of that. But at first I was like... I was like, oh, I'm on vacation. I get to sleep in. I could do whatever I want now. Mm-hmm. No, that changed so quick. It was then really, really hard. I was just getting tired. First, it was I was all happy. I was learning how to cook. I was cleaning. I was taking care of my dog. And I don't know, but us Mexicans, we're very, I guess, how do you say, necios? And I didn't really believe in the Rona in the beginning. And I would still go see my family mm-hmm. because I knew that I wasn't being exposed to anyone. Like nobody was coming over to my house. 
and it was just be me and then i would go see my sister my niece i wouldn't touch anything i will always wash my hands you know i was very cautious mm-hmm. and i knew like that i was not gonna get sick and then as the days went and money kept getting low and low i started you know i guess freaking out a little mm-hmm. bit because i don't qualify for benefits or for financial help at all so that was really really hard and everybody you know talking about their stimulus check i'm like and a lot of people unemployment unemployment mm-hmm. was pretty high too no like yeah. apart from whatever you got i think you got like an additional 600 dollars yes. or some shit and everybody was like taking advantage and stuff and i was like well at Must least you had nice. it yeah. yeah and yeah for sure i was really jealous because i don't get that i didn't mm-hmm. get that luxury unfortunately but i knew i had my money saved and i knew that my parents had my back no matter yeah. what and you know all in the power of god you know he protected me and um, my sisters helped me a lot too and but it was really hard because there was days where i did feel lonely because my sister and my cousin they were working and i just started thinking about life i feel like that's what quarantine did to a lot of us because i i can relate to that too like there was a i feel like a lot of people had a lot of time to get stuck in their heads it was just it sucked it really sucked i i i I felt like I was getting very, not, I don't want to say very depressed, but I was getting for sure. I was about to get depressed because I was just so sad and I was crying all the time. I was texting I'm like, what am I going to do with my life? Or I just felt lonely because my friends, you know, they were growing and um, I don't know. They were experiencing other things as in love. <laughs> boys boys they have cooties so yes <laughs> stay away from boys they have cooties yes yes they do hey much. they got the rona <laughs> they got the rona okay guys <laughs> no but it just sucked because i felt like my friends were forgetting about me mm-hmm. and ugh. now thinking back i was like oh my god Abby, come on you're like come on bitch. grow up you're a bad bitch. <laughs> <Rah>. <laughs> <laughs> and i was just sad <laughs> And I don't know. It was really hard. <laughs> I was just sad a lot at, towards the end. And then when it started, when it was, you know, things were getting better, I was just so excited to go back to work. Super excited. I was tired of staying home. And I hate working. I hate <laughs> working. Oh, I don't hate it. Sometimes I do. I'm just, I love to sleep. I love to sleep in. Okay. You know, if you know me, you could relate. Or, I'm the opposite. I don't like. Oh my I don't god! Like She's up at six in the morning. I don't, I don't like sleeping. I don't like taking naps because I feel like you feel like you wasted your life. I mean, not your life. <laughs> Extreme <laughs> takes one nap. My life has ended. Your day. Like, no, yeah, that's how. That's how I personally personally feel. And I don't know. It just naps sometimes trigger my anxiety. Mm-hmm. because like i'm sleeping and i'm like comfortable whatever and I, when i wake up from a nap i usually still wake up tired mm-hmm. and if i wake up knowing i still have to do other stuff 
my mind just starts racing. Like, fuck you, Lisa. Why did you sleep? You could have been doing this. No, but now you got to rush and do this. Blah, blah, blah. Mm, oh, hell no. I yeah. take my time. I, I, it will I, get I, done when it needs to get done. Okay? <laughs> Relax. <laughs> oh, no, man. I love to sleep in. I love to wake up. And throughout the quarantine, I was... I would text her like at mm-hmm. six in the morning and she's like, yes. she'd be like, bitch, did you not sleep? I'm like, yes. no, I have not slept like, at I'm, all. <laughs> I'm over here at work and then she texts me like at one or two. I just woke up one or two p.m. I just woke up. I'm like, Henry. yeah, <laughs> like I would stay the whole night watching TikToks. TikTok is addicting. They really need to shut that company down because it's addicting. <laughs> but do you think TikTok saved lives? Because they're pretty entertaining. Yeah, they are really entertaining, to be honest. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I would watch TikToks. I would watch Netflix, videos, anything. My sister would be like, oh, can you take me to work? I'm like, I have not slept, but I will take you to work. (laughs) It's like the Rick and Morty motherfucker I'm in. Right. (laughs) And she's like, you're not going to fall asleep while you're driving. I'm like, and I legit look like a like a crackhead, like with my ojeras, my hair all messy, joggers, sweatshirt, you know, just but with hella energy, like a crackhead, <laughs> like a crackhead, <laughs> like a crackhead, like whatever you're thinking about, like whatever how you ever however you picture a crackhead, that That's was me. me. <laughs> and I legit have a video of myself. And it's really embarrassing, but like I will fall asleep like eight in the morning, and I will wake up at one, and then I would get up, shower. I'm the type of girl that does not like to be in pajamas. I like to get ready for no reason. Really, <laughs> I'm the complete opposite. Yeah, I like to do my hair, my makeup, and then I will walk Bruno. I will come home. I will start cooking, and then yeah, like the day will will go by, and my sister and my cousin will come home from work, and dinner will be done we will eat i will make them wash dishes and then we we will take out bruno again on a walk and we will just sometimes smoke a little bit and then sometimes drink a little bit (laughs) and then sometimes get fucked up a little bit (laughs) i was drinking oh so much so much because i was just I don't know. I was just in a funk. And I was such a Jalissa, like, that I was just in a funk that yeah. I didn't know when, what I wanted to do in my life. Because now that we've experienced, you know, that this could happen, COVID-19 could happen. In a blink of an eye. Yeah. And everything can change. And, you know, you cannot work for a period of time. That puts, you know, a setback into your life, into your goals and your visions. And it made me double think, like, do I want to be in this career where when like let's let's say in the future this happens again with a whole new virus will i be able to live yeah will i be able to live like and thank god like you know i'm young i have no kids besides my dog but imagine i had kids and let's say that i was a single parent i would not be able to survive yeah because of my status in this country and i don't want to be asking my parents for money all the time Mm -hmm. you know like, it really puts everything in perspective. Like, how evil this country is. <laughs> no, yeah, it does. It- Something that has always bothered me while growing is the fact that I don't have papers. And mm-hmm. that I don't have the blessings or, you know, the opportunities that most people have here 
that are born yeah. here you know i know a lot during the pandemic you will express that frustration with me yeah you know? and, and it's i like, would honestly that was the only thing in my head you know besides myself feeling lonely like besides your personal internal yeah. issues it's like like that was and that has always been you know the biggest you know heartache in my life the fact that i after i graduated high school i wasn't able to go into college because i can't get financial aid because college is super stupid expensive Hell that yeah. my parents cannot afford and it makes me think back i'm like why did my parents decide to bring us here why you know why like yeah we could have been poor in mexico but we could have made something out of ourselves you know yeah with the with their help and just the fact that i don't know so much so much that that i it's crazy how a piece of paper yeah. determines your future here yes. in the united states yes 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 and it it was just it's frustrating like, it really is and mm-hmm. i remember crying to julissa is like uh these people like you know wasting their stimulus check on something so stupid like you have no idea what i would do for yeah. that money like you like i'm not uh like como se dice like money hungry mm-hmm. like to me money will always come and go and money is not my priority in life yeah you need money to survive and you know money is important but i am not gonna cry over money i'm not gonna um I'm not going to fight over money because mm-hmm. money to me is irrelevant. Yeah. As long as I have my family, my friends, and I'm happy, I'm genuinely happy with even having $1 yeah. in my pocket, I do not care. As long as we're having a good time and we're filled with love. That's it. Yeah, I can, I don't, you know, I can only imagine what you're feeling because I got the opposite side of that spectrum, you know, so... I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know how to comfort you Mm -hmm. because I don't know what that feels like, you know. So I tried my best to comfort you the best I could, you know, listening to you, you know. And the good thing, you made it out of it. You did everything you could, you know. And And that's what I was gonna just say. Um, That, yeah, like, having, not having papers and not having, you know, a lot of benefits or you know help from the government it sucked it really did suck and it made me think of all the struggles that me and my family and not just me and my family a lot of you know latinos like people mexicans you know they're all also in this situation as me and it doesn't have to be mexicans too like any 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 type of person any ethnicity any race that are in the same position as me as me has felt the struggle yeah i'm pretty sure they have and has felt the frustration that i felt during the pandemic because i was scared but thank god and thanks to my family and just staying positive positive i was able to get through it well how did you feel when i would tell you it just it made me really frustrated with the system so you opening up to me and all that stuff like really opened my eyes and it made me like it would frustrate i was frustrated for you in the sense of like you're such a good person you work really hard and it sucks that just like a piece of paper 
keeps you from doing so much more mm-hmm. you know and it's frustrating and then with our current like administration and the current presidency it's like it's it really has emphasized how ugly everything is in the world mm-hmm. and i don't know i'm happy you got through it and like i hope i helped you in any way i could through it um but yeah it just sucks you know and i wish there was more i could do to help you um, no just talking to you it made me feel mm-hmm. better and talking to you and talking to my older sister helped me because i know me and her feel the same way you know mm-hmm. just having the struggle because my older sister like ever since she graduated high school she, and just like all her life she's so smart like beyond smart like like she's a such a nerd <laughs> like a nerd nerd like you like legit she knows everything of everything she knows how to solve everything she knows how to fix everything she knows whenever we're in a struggle she tells us okay you're gonna do this and this and this mm-hmm. and this and that will be fixed and so we always go to her because she she's just like she has the answers to everything. yeah she's the mind yeah. in our family and um and you know after her graduating high school she basically took care of us and she has worked ever since then mm-hmm. and when she became a mom um well she has not worked and just you know because of her status in this country it, it has been very difficult for her to get back to work and find herself a good job and it just it's sad seeing her because Diana my sister is very hardworking mm-hmm. and she's a great mom and I want her to use her knowledge and her intelligence in something good and something that she likes and something that she always wanted to do. But now she's married and she's happy and she has a family and you know she has her and her husband have worked really, really hard for her to have, you know, the paper <laughs> or the card or i don't know how what it what i don't is. know what the fuck it is but whatever allows me to yeah know. whatever allows her to work here <laughs> and have a good job and have good money and be able to provide for her daughter and her family and have a house one day and you know she's able to well she's working and because of this stupid pandemic she hasn't had it completely but you know slowly but surely it it will happen and she's just one step closer and i'm very very happy because i know she was the happiest when she was working mm. because she loves to work and she's like i'm telling you she's so 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 smart and she would find a job and she would just pour all her knowledge into it and she just loved it and i hope i get to see her like that soon because i love seeing her as a mom but oh you know i love seeing her as an independent woman too and then, you know, that she had the ability or the, ¿cómo se dice? The blessing to to be able to do that by her husband. And, uh, yeah. And hopefully one day me too. <laughs> okay. But that was my pandemic. That was my quarantine. I was able to go back to work, save money, and now I'm grinding every day. Save money, live better. Yes, guys. Walmart. Save money live better 
you know, everything can change in the blink of an eye. And so Literally. you always have to be prepared for that, whether if it's an apocalypse. <laughs> apocalypse. <laughs> uh, aliens are taking over. Zombies are taking over. You're at the end of the world. Big tsunami. I don't know. You just have to Meteors. be prepared. Meteors. Yeah. You just We're have to be, be like prepared. Dinosaurs. Uh, but my pandemic was different to to yours. Yes. I... My worries were, man, I feel like, okay, Jalissa, your worries weren't as bad, bitch. But no, but I think they were bad because... They were. I feel like... It's not major things, but anxiety is something mm-hmm. serious. And yeah. And I feel like it should be, you know, taken serious. And mm-hmm. even if it was just anxiety throughout global pandemic, it's something serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, for me, during the pandemic, during my quarantine, I was on the opposite side of the spectrum as Evie, you know. Um, Throughout the whole pandemic, I was working, and it was a little scary that I was working because, you know, cases were rising. And we didn't know a lot about it in the beginning. We didn't know about it, a lot about it in the beginning. And, like, literally everything, as we've been saying, changed from, like, one day to the next. Mm -hmm. And I remember me and my boyfriend, we were going to go to Mo's Cantina for brunch. Um, So it was a Sunday. And that Sunday, things literally started changing as we were driving um, to Mo's. And when we got there, they weren't letting people in because apparently, like, that same day, the mayor had said that bars can do their limited capacity and that's it nobody Mm -hmm. else so wrigleyville was pretty empty by the time that we went it was early too it was like noon maybe you told me it looked like a ghost town yes it looked like a ghost town like you know in those apocalypse movies where like the whole expressways are just like empty the Mm -hmm. city's empty or whatever that's how i felt it looked as we were driving back home we i can't remember if it was a church or like a house or i don't know what it was but it was there was a sign that said god will save us all just there in the middle of the big lawn and that's scary it, yes <laughs> and it was like very like this whole thing i'm like holy shit we're dying <laughs> dude I, dude it was so scared i was so scared like i kid you not dude i felt like I was in the middle of a fucking movie scene. It was so scary. (laughs) (laughs) So, after all that, you know, my quarantine, you know, I was still working. Um, Everything closes down. And I something I struggle with a lot is anxiety. And I, during that time before COVID, I got to the point where I learned to reason with my anxiety, Mm -hmm. which would help me calm myself down. But once COVID hit, like my anxiety went through the roof, you know, it was a few months. It was a while that I went without getting anxiety attacks. And during quarantine, I don't know. I I don't know how many anxiety attacks I got. You had so many. Yeah. 
And I remember, like, I would always ask him, like, oh, so how do you feel? You haven't had an anxiety attack? And he'd be like, no, no, no. And I actually did, th- I think we did talk about, like, why you haven't had one in a while. And then during the quarantine, it's like. It's like every day. Every day, twice a day sometimes. Yes, it would, it would be pretty bad. And then I think. And I, I was so surprised because, like, I feel like, I don't know, because in my eyes, sorry to interrupt you, but I just want to say this uh, real quick. In my eyes, like, I don't know a lot of people. With anxiety i think just you and someone else <laughs> and like i feel like okay people have anxiety you know they could get over it or they could they could not have it for a while mm-hmm. like a long while and then they'll be fine and then that's that was my process when you didn't have it and then you started having it again and it was it was a lot like you yeah. will wake up, you're like, I, I just, I, I can't breathe, I'm having an attack. And then, like, I, I didn't know how to help you. I'm like, okay, but I, I would just, like, ask him, like, what's, what triggered it? Like, what are you feeling? And you're like, I'm just scared about the COVID, Rona, whatever. Like, I have to go to work. Like, but I don't want to go to work. I feel dirty. Yeah. And then we would talk about it for a little bit. And then you were going to work. And then, again, you would start feeling anxious. And I was like, wow. Like, yeah, it was, it would be pretty bad. Like, it was, I, I don't, during, yeah, so like, I would have a lot of anxiety attacks because I would wake up in the morning and, like you said, like, I would freak out a little bit about, not a little bit, a lot of bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> about going to work because it's like, fuck, I have to go. I have to interact with my coworkers. I have to, whatever, you know. And, I don't know. It was just scary because everything was so new. We didn't know much about it, yeah. and and like you, it was, you took it like seriously. And I, I took re- it, yeah, yeah. And then I remember um, that you you're even scared to walk your dog. I'm like, yep. And I remember telling you, and I, I feel like you uh, you got bothered a little bit mm-hmm. because your parents or your family was not taking it serious. I'm like, it's okay to walk your dog. It's like it's not in the yeah. air. And then you're like, but it is in here. Like, no, because no. there was, because it was so new. Yeah, and there was we didn't so know much about it, and there was so many things being told, and everything was being contradicted to everything of all yes. the facts about it. So yes. we were getting confused. It was scary to hear how you were feeling because I didn't know how to help you, and like to me, it was scary to see how you would react to it. And like, and like, and I would just picture I'm like, imagine how she's feeling or how she what's going on in her head. Mm-hmm. You know, she's scared to death. During the whole quarantine, my mind would just race because I feel like one thing a lot of us can relate to is that we had a lot of, like I said, we had a lot of time to be in our heads. And for me, that wasn't a good thing because like with my anxiety, I already am in my head, in my mind as much as possible. And so with quarantine, it just you know, emphasize that fact and it gave me more time to be in bed and thinking like, crap, what if I get COVID? What if my family gets COVID? Especially because I would hear that it would affect older people mm-hmm. and people with like diabetes and my stepdad has diabetes. Mm, yeah, I remember. So, you know, I would freak out because I'm like, like, fuck, I'm going to work. I'm exposing my family because my mom wasn't working. My stepdad wasn't working for a while and my sister, she wasn't working either. So it was just me working and I would just think like I'm over here exposing them. You know, like if I get sick, I have better chances of surviving COVID than my stepdad does. 
And you also live with your grandma, and that was all. Oh no, you no, live I with lived your over there. Yeah, yeah. And so then, it was just a lot of times in my a lot of times in that I a lot of time that I had to be in my head that would trigger so much of my anxiety. And there were a lot of times where COVID hit close to home. Like, the first incident was with my tia. She texted my mom saying that two of my tia's co-workers, mm-hmm. who she worked closely with, got the virus. Mm-hmm. And so my tia, she was so scared, and she was telling my mom, like, I don't want to die, and, mm-hmm. like, all this stuff. And it just, it got to me because I was like, crap, like, this is real. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I remember going into my mom's room because I felt my chest tightening up my mind was racing in the sense of like my tia gets the virus she passes away or like what if i get the virus or like you know all this stuff and so i just i just go into my mom's room and like i just start crying i start hyperventilating and like all this stuff and then from there um like during, during the whole quarantine i didn't I, I was scared to even go to the store i like you said i was scared to even walk my dog I remember I would take Charlotte out to the backyard in her leash. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, bitch, you got to hurry up because we got <laughs> Corona out here. And <laughs> I would just let her pee. And then we would just come back inside. And I would like wash my hands constantly after work every day. I would go straight to the shower. My mom would ask me, like, oh, how was work? I'm like, mom, don't talk to me right now. And I would just like run to the shower. And then I feel it got worse when my coworker got it got covid and i worked very closely to her she legit sat right next to me like how you and me are right now like mm-hmm. that's how close we sat to each other and she her sister's a nurse so who worked directly with covid patients and so i would get a lot of like information from her on like the symptoms on how many people you know whatever recovering and like how bad it is and how scary it is and so when she told me that her sister have had got covid they all live together so when she told me her sister got covid i'm just like oh fuck and then the next day she just doesn't come into work because you know when you Mm -hmm. get your when you get covid you have to take your two weeks off so you can recover Mm -hmm. and all that stuff and her mom got in her mom was pretty bad for a while Mm -hmm. So, like, it was just, like, one thing after another. Since I was the only one working and everybody else would stay at home, I would get mad with my mom and my stepdad would go to work to the store. I would tell them, like, why are you guys going to the store? Like, I'm the one being mostly exposed right now. Let me go to the store. You guys make a list of what you need. I'll go because it's, like, why are you guys going to expose yourselves when you don't need to when you're at home? You get me? Mm-hmm. One thing that I feel helped me a little bit was my dog, of course, because my little fur baby helps me a lot. Talking to you helped me a lot. And like even talking to my boyfriend, my boyfriend would come over and he would like help me and like we would talk and all that stuff. Another thing that really I feel brought both of us down was that we were supposed to go to EDC Las Vegas in May. So, one thing that helped me through my anxiety and, like, all that stuff, like, obviously, all festivals were canceled. 
Mm-hmm. All shows were canceled and all that stuff. So I had planned, we had planned to go to Vegas in May. And then I was supposed to go to Electric Forest in June. Mm-hmm. Clearly, both of those were canceled. And one thing that really helped during like this whole quarantine stuff was the virtual raves. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, the virtual raves is what really helped out a lot. I remember I would just be in my room, whether it was with my boyfriend you or with my dog. of your beer. <laughs> yeah. Like you were there. Yes. And, and you had your candy on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be a whole ass vibe. Like, I feel like, I don't know, the EDM community really came together during that mm-hmm. time. And it's very great. You know, any community, EDM and anything, anything. But just seeing like on Instagram, like I follow this page of people that are just ravers and they were just making raves at home like they would legit yes. decorate their room as a rave they with lights, lights. they, they would the, dress up thing. and they would invite you know a couple of people not a lot and they would just vibe, vibe to, the music, to the music as if you were at an actual festival and then i love that pasquale from um the one the creator of insomniac he would like i don't know he's just the virtual raves that he would do live where he would like set up his own what was it like lobby or like i don't know what the fuck he would whatever but it was just like it was a good like i remember every weekend i would tune in listening to them and it was just me and my boyfriend with our beer or sometimes it would just be me with my dog and i would have like little lucecitas Mm -hmm. around my little twinkle lights and it would just be that and it, it helped me a lot through it. It would help me get distracted and everything. And yeah, but I would get sad because it's like fuck. I like everything been in changed. Vegas right mm-hmm. now. We would have been at shows, and everything changed. And then like fast forwarding to how everything is now, it's like this is the new norm. Yeah, like this is our life now. Who knows for how long, but. This is the new norm. Mm-hmm. Like, this is our life. And people are so in denial about it. Oh, still, my God. It's so it, hard for yes. them to accept it. Yes, it blows my mind how much controversy, not controversy, but how much of a problem it is to wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Like, wear a fucking mask. <laughs> That's it. When everything started, like, opening up again. And, oh, like, yeah. I waited, like, a month or two. Yeah. Like, before. I would tell her, like, we should go out, you know? And she'd be like, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and there would be times, because, like, we... It was even till this past month in August, mm-hmm. right? Or, like, when was it? Late July? That we would... She would want to go out, and I would be like, yeah, I'm down. Because, you know, I would be in the mood to go to go out. And but like then, I feel like she was doing the, it more for me because it was gonna be barely my twenty first, yeah. And you know, I I wanted to celebrate with her like the whole month, and you know, since everything was opening up again, and like I wasn't as I'm not as scared for COVID as I was in the beginning, 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 because I was never really scared of it, and you know, I always kept the mentality of like if I have it okay i will have it but i'll be okay Mm -hmm. you know everybody's different and everybody's body is different but 
you know, whatever happens, happens, I'll accept it, you know? And I was, as long as I'm cautious with myself, that, that I'll be okay. And I always would tell her, like, oh, I want to go to different restaurants, you know, and try in downtown. She'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll go with you. And she has, like, this whole list. I'm like, great, like, you're my best friend, my favorite person on earth. Like, just come with me. And she'd be like, yes, yes, yes. And then the, the day, day of, of, I would she bail. Would bail. And, and it's like, like, it's it's because in the moment, I would tell myself, like, Jalissa, you'll be fine. Just take care of yourself. You know, this and that, whatever. Wear a mask. You have hand sanitizer. Wash your hands. Don't use the bathroom. Whatever the hell it may be. But then the day of, I would th- wake up and, like, legit, I would just start thinking, fuck. If I go, what if I get COVID? I'll be fine. But I live with my grandma now. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that would be a thing that would get to me. And then I'm like, I'm already exposing myself by going to work. Or, like, the times I would go out with my boyfriend, I would be like, fuck. And so then that's when I would just, like, bail. And I would feel really bad. Really and she bad. would tell that I would be mad at yeah, first. I could, that I, I would like... be bothered. <laughs> but because I know that she has anxiety. And, like, I know what she, like, I, I already knew why she was saying no to me or why she would bail to me it would just frustrate me because like you don't have to come out like if you don't want to like just say no in the beginning Mm -hmm. that's okay i'll understand but don't get my hopes up and then break my heart i feel like (laughs) the two times or like was it two times like three or two times that i bailed i feel like that's those are the first times I've genuinely felt you really mad at me. <laughs> like, I can tell. I'm like, ooh, are we having our first fight? I think the second one <laughs> made me the maddest because, like, you would bail on me the first time, which was going to be the first official time that me and you were, we, were going to go we out. Were, like, pizza bar parlor or something? Yeah, something. Pizza parlor bar. And know. then I saw that she went out with her boyfriend. I'm like, okay, so you're going to go out with him and not me? Yeah, and I would get my feelings here. And me and Jalissa were very open with each other. Whenever we're mad, we could tell right away. As, mm-hmm. Like, just by the <laughs> sentence that we write to each other, I'm like, this girl is bothered. This girl is sad. This girl is, you know, not feeling you or something. You and know how people say, like, you can't really read emotions through text? We can't. <laughs> we have those powers because we can't. Can. And I, I remember I would tell Lupe because... I would tell him, like, fuck. I'm like, should I go? I'm like, oh, but this and that, whatever. He's like, and then whatever. And then, yeah, later I would tell him, like, I told Debbie and she's mad at me. And I would show him the text. She's like, what do you mean? She just said, okay. I'm just like, it's a mad okay. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, it was a mad okay. I'm like, let me tell you, she don't okay me. Because I, I, as soon as she was sent it, she's like, she would cancel on me. And I'd be like, and I would be at work. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna ignore this hoe because I'm sure. mad. Evie's hey, gonna be like, I'm in a 90 minute massage. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I'm, and she would, t- she would double text me. She's like, Are you mad? Please don't be mad. I'm like, I'm working. <laughs> and then later on, like, whenever like I've chilled, you know, I'm like, I'm like, it does, I'm not mad. You know, I understand. Like, I understand you have anxiety and, you know, I, I know that you're scared. I'm like, but just tell me that mm-hmm. in the from the beginning. You know, I'm not going to be mad if you tell me from the beginning. I understand. I'm mm. like, but I still don't think it's fair that you have, you, you're not scared to go out with your boyfriend. And I get it. He's your boyfriend and you guys live together and all. 
But like, I want to see you too. I want to spend time with you too. I'm not jealous or anything. Nah, just kidding. But I'm jealous. <laughs> but I'm jealous. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, like even when I would go out, oh, me pegué. Por? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would, even when I would go out with him, like I was, like I was not myself. Mm-hmm. Like I would go out and I would just be like, and he would tell me like, what's wrong? I'm like, what you mean what's wrong? Like I've been telling you since the beginning, like, you know, no, like whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there was this one time we went to output and i i did not feel comfortable oh, yeah. i did not feel comfortable we were drinking and we were eating i remember she was texting me she's like i just feel dirty yeah i felt dirty and like this and i didn't want i didn't want to eat i didn't want to drink and we were outside it was in the patios and i and had hand sanitizer yeah. and, and like everything. legit this were, these were her words she's like i feel dirty like the food is making me nauseous i feel sick like i want to go home now and shower and just go to bed and that's it and it really got me thinking i'm like wow anxiety is real and you know everybody's different and everybody gets anxiety different i think i'm not sure (laughs) (laughs) i don't know but it messes with your head and with your life and with your day Mm -hmm. and as much as you want to continue your life and live now the regular normal you know with the face mask and everything and the cautiousness it fucks up like it fucks with your head covid everything we're going through is really really real it's very very hard it's taking a toll in our lives in our mental state Mm -hmm. Um, and and it's not just covid you know everything going on with the black lives matter movement. oh my god yeah everything yeah. going on with save our children movement it's all positive things and finally after so long this society hopefully is making a dent into making history you know and for sure 2020 is gonna go down in yeah history. Like, we're gonna it. be covid in- we're like gonna be see, in history books. Our kids are gonna yes, learn about like those this. posts and be like, yeah. "Mom, like yeah, I lived through this." Yeah. And then on top of that, we got the twenty twenty elections. Oh, go vote, so, people! Please go. Yes, go, go vote. vote. I'm pretty sure you guys can clearly see that we've experienced the quarantine differently. Evie, mm-hmm. you know, she was unemployed. Her status really got to her. And, like, all this stuff, you know, so you're not alone mm-hmm. in that aspect. And then... And, honestly, I want you, the listeners, please, please tell us how did your quarantine went for us. Don't be shy. We're gonna be open minds, open hearts. We just want to know how you felt. And probably, like, mm-hmm. how do you say, like, in English? Like, como, this, que se desahoguen. If something's heavy on your heart, don't be scared to tell us. We we want to help you. And just like how Julissa helped me, like, and how I helped Julissa, and how we felt sometimes we felt alone mm-hmm. in a lot of aspects. Thank God we had each other. But I know a lot of girls, they felt lonely and, you know, and they've... You know, it and it doesn't have even have to be related to anxiety. It doesn't have to be related to the status in this country. It could just be anything. anything. If you broke up with someone after so many years, if something traumatic happened to you during the quarantine, just it's it's okay. Express you. it. Yeah, express it's it. Anxiety, 
while like the whole quarantine i was dealing with my anxiety but i also have had a lot of personal problems going on so Mm -hmm. it's like you know whatever it may be you're not alone come to us whether we'll listen if you want advice we'll give you advice and then one thing that evie said was when you said about girls feeling lonely and whatnot it's it triggered my 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 mind that during this whole covid thing and during there's this whole like quarantine stuff i don't know where i read it or where i heard it but suicides went up and it's suicide prevention month so you know if you have like are having those thoughts if you're going through that you know like we hope that our podcast can like help you through it can distract you for a bit can shine some light that like at the end of the day you know life isn't so bad and you know you matter in this world you do matter if you're if you're one of the listeners that are going through something really really hard right now and through a really low low and something really negative and dark just know that your life is valuable and yes. you deserve you everything. De- mm-hmm. And I know it seems tough right now, but you will get through this. Hang in there. Yes. You and know. you are a beautiful, great person. And you, like as much as sucks as this world exists and everything we're going through, it's really, really hard. And we may not know every detail that you're going through, but please just know that you are worthy and you are important to to people and you're important to us and people out there love you mm-hmm. and they would never, ever, ever want to see you not be living. The world is better with you in it. Yes, exactly. And there's a, how do you, what's that? There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. There is. And I know, like, that's such a cliche. I know. I was about to say that. Like, I know it's basic, but, but it's... it's real. And we've all went through a really dark path where, you know, we just mm-hmm. wanted to end our lives. Even both of us. Like, mm-hmm. at one point, I'm pretty sure, at our lives, we felt that way. Yes, but we kept going. Well, at least I kept going because of my family. Because I don't want to put my family in pain. Mm-hmm. And because I know I'll be okay. And because I feel low so low in that moment i never want to feel that low ever again and that i don't know in a weird way pushed me yeah it pushed me to Mm -hmm. be better and to become someone greater and then now here you are with everything you've become and it doesn't have to be about me you know you know just take that advice you know make that a motivation to make your life better and to build yourself in whatever needs to be built or helped in Mm -hmm. just so you know that we are open ears and you could dm us and you could text us and just vent to us whatever you're feeling and if you don't want us to talk about it it's okay we'll give you the best advice we could possibly give you and be there for you you know if you don't have anyone that's there for you we'll be there for you and even if you don't know us it's okay because I didn't know Julissa a lot <laughs> and I just opened up to her and it but felt here we great. Are. Yeah. Us women has have to stick together. During this weekend I, I saved a girl from getting beat from her boyfriend. And I felt and I, and I didn't it was like the littlest thing I could have helped her in, but I felt 
so happy that I was able to be there yeah. for her because I didn't know her I know, or anything. When you told me, I was shook. Like, cause I don't, I don't think it's the littlest thing that you did. I think it was that it was the thing that saved her mm-hmm. because you. I think you had told me that her boyfriend came back out. Came yeah. back out. No, so you never know and. I don't know. Like domestic violence is real, yeah. and it's and, hard to walk away from that as a woman. So, and it's you know, it's just really tough. And us women do have to stick together, and help each other. You know, we shouldn't have um, como se dice, like turmoil or like you know, that hatred. Yeah, that, that hatred. Yes, no, we should not. We should support each other. We should be each empowering other. each yes, other. You see should... somebody else doing what they want. I know. really do feel, believe that girls could dominate this world. And we're going to be like Beyonce. Who won the world? Girls. <laughs> <laughs> but if you guys have any questions, don't be scared to text, to message us. Mm-hmm. You could tweet at us at Beer Talks Pod. Uh, or you can DM us at in, on our Instagram at Beer Talks Podcast, or on Facebook, that's Beer Talk. Yeah, it's just Beer Talks. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. search us Beer Talks. Or if you know us, any of us personally, personally you could go to my Instagram at Resendis or Facebook at Resendis well, or yeah. if you have me on Snapchat at Resendis. If you guys want to email us about your quarantine or about anything in general, anything mm-hmm. we touched on, anything you want to know more about, you anything know, you want to express or anything you want us to be to talk about in our future podcast. That's true. We, I mean, if you guys have an idea for our next episode, maybe yeah. give us an idea. Email us at beertalkspodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And thank you guys for listening to our second episode. Hopefully you made it all the way to the end. I hope you're drunk. True. I hope you're drunk with us. I hope you're a little bit litty titty like me. Litty titty. <laughs> litty titty. And or like how me and Lupus, well, how me and my boyfriend say, I say litty titty. And then my boyfriend's like, titty litty. <laughs> I like you. I can't. <laughs> but yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Tune in for our episode three that launching. Like I said, the lap- last episode, the following Monday after this one. Which will be September 21st. Yay! Yes. I'm going to be looking into the future a little bit. September 21st, I'm going to be going to get my dog's ass poked. Because she's due for her shots. Mm. So I'm going to go be getting her little vacunas. Mm, so sad. But yeah, so we'll, thank you guys for listening. We will talk to you guys again on September 21st. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bye. Bye.